Welcome to episode 7 of the Brawl Podcast with me, Ishi, AJ and Hamza. The overview of the episode will be analysing the games of uh, Game Week 2. We'll be talking about the plays, the link-up plays and the players, how they influence the game. And also at the end, we're going to have our personal predictions for Game Week 3. How are you, AJ? I'm good, man. I'm good. Finally over Corona. Football's back again and I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm not too bad. You've been on Corona for quite a few weeks. Are you sure it was Corona? It must be something else. No, it wasn't Corona, but people thought it was Corona, didn't it, Hamza? No, it was definitely Corona. Yeah, how are you, Hamza? Yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I had a good weekend, though. The weekend was good. Yeah, weekend good was weather. Good. Or good weather, you know. Basketball this time. Point is. Uh, and the football, no. as well. No. The football was brilliant, as well. We'll just leave the basketball there. Oh, no. Well, yeah. we'll be talking. Oh, let's go straight into it. Everton versus West Brom. Five <clears throat> two. Oh, cracking game, more like Calvert Lewin, three goals. Rodriguez, a goal and an assist. Rodriguez started really well. It's just a wonderful start, especially for the youngsters and the new players coming in. What are your, what are your views yeah. on it? I'm just, uh, did you see West Brom's first goal? But, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, what a banger. Oh, what a banger. And that's Bang the guy on. West Ham let go to West Brom. And Mark Noble was going mad on Twitter. That's the guy who scored. <clears throat> so, what a debut for him. Mm. Halfway the line to his edge of the box. Left foot. Oh, brilliant. Side-nighted and everything. Keeper had no chance. Could do that, innit, Hamza? You can't even get the ball bro, off the ground. Bro, I can do that, yeah. Do you wish I can? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting rid of AJ. AJ yeah, can't AJ get the ball off the ground. What are you chatting about, man? Man can clear the ball higher than you. Higher than me? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just this guy, man. <laughs> you can tell this guy's high. Hey, yeah, that's good. That's you get it? Good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, parents, AJ. His parents already think he does it. Oh, mummy, mummy, I I am not doing it. Take a picture of it, take a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go on. Te- te- text mummy and daddy where you are in it. <laughs> right, going back to the football. Did yeah, you see Kiri gives us a red card? The guy's an idiot. The guy's oh a complete God. idiot. I just don't understand where, like, he did it right in front of an official. Right in front of whilst, the referee. Whilst the ball was near him in play. And with VA on, all these cameras looking at him. Like, he's not just football cameras. It's all, like... There's a Sky Sports camera yeah. that stare to the bench. They have different cameras for different things. And if you're doing stupid stuff like that, like uh, 10 years ago, you could have got away with it. I don't think no, that, was ago, still, that was still being red 10 years ago. No, it wouldn't have been because nobody would have seen it. Wait, did the red give a yellow then upgraded it or did he give it a straight red? No, I think he was already on a yellow, I think. Oh. No, because when I was watching it, it was a straight red from the pocket because that is a red card offence. You can't oh, just, it's definitely, definitely red card. You can't just punch someone and but think he, you can get away with it. Did the ref go over to the VAR screen? I can't remember. I don't know if he did, but the guy's an absolute... It was straight red. It was a straight red because obviously the, the linesman must have been right there, which he was. Almost of um, right signal straight to the ref goes. Yeah, he just punched him. No, it was a punch. He's like his his kick. It's like a it was a weird kick. I don't have to explain it. What the fuck are what, you doing? That was a different, different game, you idiot. Like, that guy just punched him in the face, isn't it? That was yeah, the Fulham game, weren't it? Yeah. And he just did a little punch in the UFC. Wrong spot. Ha uh-huh. ha. Yeah. Funny. 
It's months yeah. for you know Anasani's cost is Saturday, not today. Uh, funny joke. Even um, though the game was on Saturday. Yeah, but and we talk and <laughs> analyze them today. Okay, uh, so uh, yeah, current. So James Rodriguez, James Rodriguez. Yeah, he's he's had a good start to the Premier League. Very good start. Goal and assist. Can't go wrong with that. Goal and assist. And going to show like next match. He's going to pop off even more against Crystal Palace. Not the best of teams. Forgive, but... forgive me, guys, but the best footballers always start their debuts off with a miscue <laughs> pass. He didn't do that. Are you talking about your bit of Chelsea over Let's move on from Everton. We'll talk about Everton later on, but we need to fly through these. Leeds and Fulham. Obviously, two the top two teams played played each other. Leeds, they're showing potentials. They're, yeah. they're literally the the Sheffield United of last season. You know what I mean? They come up. Do you know what I'm a bit scared? Uh, yeah, hmm? I, I'm, yeah. I'm not scared of Leeds. I'm scared for them. For them, I'm, I'm scared yes. of not me personally, but other teams should be like, look, they nearly beat Liverpool. I, in my opinion, they should have been Liverpool. That was in a pen. Close. We, we four three. Three. Yeah. Four three, and this game four three as well. Well, there's debate about the defence allowing three goals yeah. going in, but the attack, you've also got a crazy attack. Four goals. And obviously scoring three goals against uh, Liverpool, the reigning contenders yeah. of the Premier League, and scoring four yeah. goals against Fulham, who are actually a very good team. Got a decent team as well. It's just shown they're going to prove about, something. Talking about Leeds' defence issue, did you think um, that was a pen? What? Um, oh, the Liverpool game. No, the Fulham game. The Fulham, Fulham got a penalty. Do you think it was a pen though? I don't oh, no. think it was. Yeah, I don't think it was as well. Yeah, you're just copying us now. No, I actually didn't think it was a pen. <laughs> uh, genuinely, penalties have just gone really soft now. One yeah. touch, everybody goes yeah. down. It's not just a penalty, it's just a play. They're too soft. Like Football players now, they're too soft to play. Like, one not... little elbow, yeah. you start crying on the ground. Get up, it's a man's sport. Get up. They, yeah, like, they get carry touched. On. They get touched. They go down. They go to VAR. They see they get touched. And that touch, yeah. they think it's enough to bring them down. But it's just yeah. not. I don't think it's that stupid. But I'm happy Mitrovic got got Scotty goals. I like Mitrovic. Mm, he's a good. He's a good player. Yeah. Hope hope he bans it in the prem. You will. Both oh, both oh, teams will will go quite big. Obviously, you have Sheffield United now. He's not doing that well. But that's when Leeds and Fulham come in. Yeah, I think for the they're the underdogs. The, the underdogs, honestly, they're, they're much better teams than West Ham and West Brom. You know what West, I mean? Yeah, West Brom will do better than West Ham, I think. Yeah. Everybody will. Yeah, I hope West Ham come last. Duncan's XI would beat the West Ham. Viewers, if you don't know what Duncan is, Duncan is AJ's cat that he likes to boast about. First, it was a panda, now it's a cat. The cat does nothing, he just sits outside. We just it's actually in timeout right yeah, now. Yeah, he's in timeout. Oh, we don't talk about that. Moving on. <laughs> so I, I just don't want. Just don't want to talk about it. United Palace. Yeah, Palace let me let me talk about it first. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we we know when we let you speak, you're not going to finish. So let me and Hamza yeah. get our thoughts in, and then we'll let you have the reins, okay? Okay. So let's talk about let's talk about Palace's first goal, the crossing. What is Lindelof doing? He should stop that cross. He knows that he's got Maguire and Shaw behind him, and three Palace men just running on. 
He has to stop that cross. He he did, he did nothing to stop it. It was Paul. And then, in. and then when the cross came in, was Maguire and Shaw not even touched tight to their man. They gave him a free run. Towson, he's fast, but he's not that fast. Shaw can't keep up with Towson. He just didn't. He let him go past. It was poor defending. It, it was the exact same goal as the goal in the uh, the Sevilla game, if you do remember, where he just crossed it in from the wing on the mm-hmm. counter-attack. It was the exact same goal. You got, you know you learned your lesson from last season. It was poor. And then, but you did have a... It was a bit unfortunate for you guys, the penalty. Just just a bit unfortunate. I don't think it was a penalty. Yeah. Lindelof, he's running down as you do when you run. Well, Obviously, so there's lucky. new regulations that say that yeah. if the ball touches that, it's a penalty. But if it's un- unintentional, then that shouldn't be the case. Because if it's intentional, then fair enough. Like They should tweak that. Like Obviously, it's very unfortunate to get away that penalty. Yeah. But if it's unintentional, they should consider that whilst doing the VAR or the referee talking to the fourth official. Like, they should consider yeah. it. If it's intentional, intentional, and they mean to do it, fair enough. Book them. It and was give the penalty. In my opinion, yeah. I don't think it was intentional because he was running oh, trying to get the yeah. ball. Like he was running, and obviously he's a bit slow, and he, he he must be trying to move away, but the ball just hit him banging the arm. And yeah. if you talk about the penalty, De Gea saved it. De Gea was off the line. To... Well, it was like an inch, an inch off the line. An inch off the line, but if you looked at last last season's penalties, all the keepers were off the line by four or five inches. Yeah, but why weren't they reviewed? Why weren't they being retaken? I know it's the new rule, but I think yeah, they did it last season. No, the VAR. It's a new uh, new rule that VAR can make the keepers retake if they're off the line. That was ha- that happened last season. That should have been done last season. I don't know. I think it's been. Mo- I, they're not consistent with it. They're just not. It's honestly ridiculous. Like I'm not blaming that for the loss. I no, blame like, the defense entirely. The scoreline. The scoreline is deserved. Palace deserved to win that match. Palace deserved it. They deserved. United was just weak. What are your views, AJ? Before I give mine. On the United game, do you know what? last week and we were talking this. I wanted to make predictions that would be different to yours because I thought if I make different ones to use there's a chance I could win and in my head I always kept saying pick Palace pick Palace pick Palace I went with a safe option and picked United and the yeah. reasons why I wanted to pick Palace were shown in the game like when when that starting lineup came out and I saw Dean Henderson not starting I saw Fossey Mentor I saw the partnership of Lindelof and Maguire and then just the whole back line, the goalkeeper, it just wasn't right. And if you're going to win matches on a consistent basis, you need a good base to build off of. And I don't think United have that, if you get what I mean. Mm. Yeah. And if you don't have that base to build off of, the attack can't go forward and do what they need to do. And I think that is what we saw in that game. We saw one structured team with players in every position that know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. And we saw another team that lacked chemistry at the back and therefore sacrificed the potency up top. I'm, I'm speechless about 
I just oh, I, I'm I'm tired of saying it. Seven episodes. I've said I've said the same thing. First, I'm gonna start on the attack. We should have finished our chances. We always do this with the two Europa League games. We didn't finish our chances, and look where that got us. Got knocked out in the semi-final. Second of all, I do not know why Daniel James started. I honestly, I don't get what goes through his head. I bet he's thinking, oh yeah, what can I do to mess his club even more? I think that, honestly think that. Start Mason Greenwood. He 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 brung him on after half-time. He made a difference, but it's too late. Why not start him? And if he's not good enough, he showed potential that he's better than Daniel James. Well, he's better. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I understand why he's not Daniel James against a low block. A low block, he, you need some creativity to pass the ball. He's got a lot of defense. Daniel James is not Daniel James is not that player. He's a player that if you play against City, you play a high line to get behind him. I I, I just and then don't get me started in defense. I do not understand oh. what that defense was. Fair enough if Shaw shouldn't mark him, but as a central defender, if you see. A man getting away from the wing back, you mark him. I saw, I don't know, Lindelof was literally playing right back. He's too slow. He's he he's a shambles. Them two are a shambles. I want them out. Both of them. Them two go out. Yes, both of them. It's literally dumb and dumber. It's that Phil Jones and Mike Smalling. Mike. As Van Howe called him. Sorry, who are you talking about? Maguire and Lindelof. Completely agree. I, I, I want to say something really. An eighty million pound Maguire, regardless of his price tag, you gotta see how he's playing, and he's not playing to the stature that United need. And I think both of them need yeah, to go. I agree with you because I play defense when I play seven aside, eight aside, eleven aside, and I know what my role is. Mark a man. If you see a man free in your, if you're in central defense, right, and a man isn't there, but a man's behind you, mark him, mark him, because you're just standing there doing nothing. But you could close down, you can cancel that attack if you mark the free man. He didn't. I saw him jogging back, trying to be fast. And he just watched the goal in. And Lindelof, I don't know what he was doing that game. It's literally watching Bambi on ice, them two. Shambles. It's a shit show. I don't care what. <clears throat> or it's the attack they should have scored. Attack wins game. Defence win leagues. And we're going to win anything. The only thing we're going to win, oh yeah, we finished third last season. It's not good enough for United. Look at our stature. One of the biggest clubs in the world finishing third. That's nothing. We got knocked out in FA Cup, Carabao Cup and Europa League. If we won one of them, then personally, I'd be like, all right, we, we at least won something. Let's win more next season. We didn't win anything. United fans, yeah, yeah, we got Bruno, we got Bruno. One player. Van der Beek played amazing. Obviously, he scored a goal and he had an influence on the pitch. But, you have players like Bruno and Van der Beek. They're the two runners. Them two make the play open. They they push the players to get into open spaces. With the thing about these United players, they don't run into the free space. What they like to do, they like to stand there, get the ball, try dribble past them or turn around pass back. You need to get into open spaces so players like Van der Beek and um, Bruno can pass it through. That, that makes you have a chance a goal chance, but they just don't. They're too lazy. They're honestly too lazy. Things need to change in the training facilities. In training, I don't know what they do, but it's not showing in game. Like Crystal Palace, they're not the best team in the world. 
we got beat three one. Defensively, we need to change. Attackively, attackively, we need to change. And corner routines really annoy me. They do the same thing game in game out, and we've never done anything with that. Like it's that with um, every time on the right hand side, Daniel James Wan-Bissaka does that exact same thing. This is not a corner. This is running on the right. They they don't try to get past the player. They just they get the ball, cross it in, get the ball, cross it in, get the ball, cross it in. Half the time it gets blocked. Half the time the keeper saves it. It's like they're getting pressured and they don't know what to do, so they just clear it out. Compose yourself. Someone support him so he can cut back, pass it, and run through that space. Like today, I was watching the Wolves game and I saw um, Triore doing that, passing, running through the gap, and then pushing them out away, and then it gives a clear cross because there isn't defenders marking because the defenders are running back. But with United, when they cross it in, the defenders are standstill. They're already marking the players, so they know what they're expecting. That needs to improve. The corner routine needs to improve. Defensively, they need to get their heads on and be like, what are we going on? And most important, attackers, they need to finish their chances. Because the only time we got good finishing chances were the, was the end of last season where we managed to get third. After that, um, in the Europa League, we, we had 29 chances in two games and we only scored one goal, which was a penalty. Since that, United has been on downfall and it's just going to carry on. We brought in one player, everyone's buzzing off him. Yeah, he's a very good player. But if, if, if you're the best player there and, you're, and your team is dead wood, then it's going to make you look like dead wood. And look at Bruno. Everyone's slating Bruno, but personally, it's not his fault. He's tried his best. I saw Bruno defending. I saw Bruno defending where Pogba should have been. He was mm. coming back. He was literally... He was at once... There's one minute in the game where he was where Maguire was and he, and he made a challenge and he had to stand up and run for the counter-attack. But if he's back there, who's going to support the attack? You know what I mean? Like The defence needs to do their jobs. CDMs need to yeah. do their jobs. But, Can I ask you a question real quick? Go on. You talk about all these players. Yeah. And I'm going to touch on this later with Chelsea, but the question has to be asked. Do you blame the board or do you blame Solskjaer? Because players on that pitch were Bruno, Pogba, Van der Beek, Martial, Rashford, Greenwood, De Gea. All on the pitch. Yeah. And you can't be Crystal Palace. I see a lot of fans on social media, traditional media, on TV, the papers, slating, well, in Chelsea's case, slating Frank Lampard and the players. Mm. But they're not having the same energy for United. I want to know, who do you blame? The inver- I blame both, really. Because obviously it's the manager making the, the lineup. Like, who played... Um... Foster Mentor, why was he playing? He's not experienced enough to play. Do you know what I mean, Guy? Yeah. He's not experienced enough to play. But he started over Wan-Bissaka. Or maybe he's in quarantine because he went to Dubai like an idiot. But he, if he was quarantined, was it fair? Why was Pogba starting then? Why not Van der Beek starting? That's Pogba what I mean. was in quarantine as well. I don't understand what Van Solskjaer said. That's what I mean. First, I'm going to blame the manager. Like his, his tactics need to change because it's game in, game out, same stuff. Same stuff, same lineup, same kind of play. Game in, game out. And it is the board of directors' fault. Buy players. Buy players. Nobody told you to spend uh, 80 plus million on a typical English rubbish defender. Venture out, get international players. Get but is that... players with more experience, with better stats. But is that Solskjaer's fault for getting him Maguire for 80 mil? 
He just wants Maguire. He doesn't care about how much no, money no, no. United pay for it. No. I'm blaming Solskjaer for the tactics and I'm blaming the board for not buying players. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's yeah. both of their fault. Like, AJ, are you here? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. So you asked me that question, who do you blame, the board or Solskjaer? I said both because it's Solskjaer with his tactics. Because it's, it's, if you watch all the games, it's the same tactics game in, game out. And the board for not purchasing the right players for the right price. For, for the right price. You bought the wrong players for the wrong price. Like Maguire, if you look at his stats, he's a decent defender because he's big and strong, but he's too slow. Like every attack in the Premier League, they've all got very fast players. And it's going to get even faster with the amount of players that's coming in, all the youngsters that's coming in now. So the board, they need to get rid of Edward. They can move him to the finance side. Get someone who knows football. Get someone who has a passion for football and a passion for United. I say get Edwin van der Sar because what he's done to Ajax is perfect. And look look what they they, they reached a semi-final in the Champions League and they're very, very, very close to reach a final. If he comes in, this is my recommendation, if he comes in, he will probably bring a few players from Ajax. He'll source players which are perfect for United because why? He's a United legend. He loves the club. He wants the club to succeed. Yeah, you were talking about people, uh, yeah, you know, for the footy, Van der Sar, former United players. Have you seen what Beatrice Ever posted on Instagram? I've heard people talking about it. I haven't seen it. Go on. It was, like a, it was like a 20 minute rant on United about the board, about Ed Woodward. He didn't rant about Ollie, he just said Ollie, give him time. And he talked about the Glazers as well. So just a little, a little short summary of it. He said about Ed Woodward. He's trusted people that he shouldn't trust. He's trusted people who don't work for the club to do the finance deal of it. Yeah. And he was saying, Edward Wood, he's treating like the club like a business. He's not treating yeah, the club is. like a football club. He's not, yeah. he's not, the loyalty has gone from United. It's all about I agree with him. I agree with him because I'm glad Patrice ever says that because you need high profile ex-footballers or high profile people and he's got a because, massive platform. People are going to listen. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Listen, listen. What he said is what the fans have been saying for the last two seasons. Yeah. I'm glad he said that on national TV. I'm glad he said that because it's going to raise awareness. And it's going to... like Roy Keane's been saying it for ages. Sooners has probably been saying it. And now um, Ever has been saying it. If Obviously, they don't listen to the fans. They couldn't care less what the fans' um, opinions are. But if ex Manchester United footballers and legends are saying this on live Sky Sports TV where millions and millions and millions of people can listen and obviously if he says that people are going to back him mm-hmm. and they're going uh, and that's going to put more pressure on the Glazers and Ed Woodward and I yeah. think that, that he should carry on because if he, if he because if this changes his way of thinking and he thinks more of the club that's brilliant he needs to carry on, but if he doesn't, it just shows he doesn't care about the club. It, it shows that legends of Manchester United Football Club are stating facts, and you're not listening to them because why? Because you just want more money in your back pocket. Mm. You're, you're Personally, also... I disagree. What you disagree? Why? You disagree? I disagree in some aspects. Now, when you look at Manchester United, I completely agree that in terms of investment, sometimes they can be better. But what is not being looked at is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Now, before you say anything, just let me finish. When you have a team of Bruno Fernandes, yeah. Martial, Pogba, um, Greenwood, Van der Beek, 
80 million on Maguire, Wambisaka, De Gea, Dean Henderson. You have this team, and you're telling me you can't beat Crystal Palace. That's what I mean. That, that, that's what I mentioned before I was talking about the hierarchy. I mentioned his tactics need to change. Otherwise, he, he needs to get sacked. Because you're having the best footballers, because these footballers at United are classed as one of the best footballers. They're better than Palace, they're better than Southampton, they're better than Newcastle, Brighton, whatnot. His tactics need to change. I don't understand what he's doing. I don't understand how he's telling the players to play. I don't know what he's doing. The most important is just not the tactics. It's the training sessions. Like, how do you... Like, what are you doing in the training sessions that you can't do on the field? You know what I mean? The training it's sessions are highly important. You Everything needs to change. Fan. Well, I feel like I'm a United fan. Yeah, you as a United fan. Hopefully oh, you still are. But... Um, Debatable. Go on. What do you see in <laughs> What are the tactics that he uses? Can you put a pin on it, or do you think it's just Ole Gunnar freestyle? The thing is, like, if you look at other, I'm, I'm not going off, but he's relatable. If you look at other teams, you you know what the tactics are of a manager. If you look at Bayern, if you look at Spurs, you look at Chelsea. And Liverpool, you know what the tactics are by looking at the player football because they're, they're consistent. You know, the player football, the style of football is consistent game in, game out. But with United, you can't, pre- like, you, you just don't know what the tactic is. It's like they're just going out there and just playing football randomly. I can't see the tactic, I can't see the same play style. Like, you need to make a play style that's best for everyone. Obviously, like, I think. He's, he's making a style that's best for some people, but not for others, which is letting down exactly. the team. Like, with Bayern, if you look at, like, if you looked at um, Bayern at the Champions League last season, they were the same dominant squad game in, game out. They had different players starting, they had different players coming out, but they played the exact same style of football. Why? Because the manager found a perfect style of football that fits for everyone. Mm-hmm. Ole hasn't done that. And I've even said this to someone today. It needs to change because if you don't find, like, you might play, like, Oli might go, oh, yeah, yeah, this is good for you, Pogba, but it's not good for Bruno. But Bruno's the one who is the playmaker. You know what I mean? So you need to find something that's perfect for everyone and then develop it onto the pitch. Because once he does that, you see a major, major, major improvement Mm -hmm. in the gameplay. I think he had a touch on it last season. You know, when, like, we were winning, and we just about got third. We saw a glimpse of it. But something went downhill. Something changed dramatically. And that's what... That's why we're losing against Palace. That's why we lost the Europa League, FA Cup, Carabao Cup. Mm. Yeah, you saw about United down for there, but you have to give credit to Palace. They were brilliant. They yeah, were brilliant, they were yeah. You know, the wide players going straight into uh, Martial. No, Martial. They broke yeah, Martial the they were brilliant. Yeah, what? Yeah, like with their attack, they could see United's weakness and they broke it down like a professional team. They just got you to because yeah. they know yeah. Maguire and Lindelof and Lindelof are not too fast. slow. They're, they're too slow. Zaha and Ayu penetrated you. Exactly. The counter attack. Oh, it was good to watch. It was very good to watch. Personally, if I could just cut in real quick before we move on, yeah. I think to tie up the whole Manchester United saga. If any United fan wants to see change at Manchester United, they shouldn't go for the Glazers. Because if you look at their spending in the past, 
They've backed managers. They're one of the highest spenders in the league. You, you can't be sitting there telling me that you're unhappy with United's board when you have boards like Liverpool who have spent a quarter of what United have spent but have had four times success. If you want success at United, you have to be ruthless. You have to do some self-reflection and you have to say, Maguire's not good enough. Lindelof isn't good enough. Luke Shaw's not good enough. Wan-Bissaka isn't good enough. Your whole back line isn't good enough. You've got a ready-made goalkeeper. Your midfield yeah. is world-class. You need a few more additions in attack. And you need the manager gone. The board isn't going to... And I know I've talked about investment a lot. But the board isn't going to invest in only going to Solskjaer if there's no... If there's no constant. Because if you look at all other Premier League teams, Klopp had a process. Lampard's having one. I'm starting to buy Arteta's process. Guardiola's got one. Mourinho has one. They all have a set way of playing that the board can go, okay, you need this to enable you to get this. Solskjaer is doing it all on the spin. Now, for a business, which all football clubs are, investing in something that is futile and uncertain, it's it's a uncertain investment environment. And they're not going to put needless money into something that they don't believe in. But at the same time, they need to come to the conclusion that Solskjaer is not going to do anything with them. Yeah, I agree with you there. I don't think it's... When I mean board, I mean the director for one, all of them. Because think about it. The board of director, Ed Woodward, will only buy players the manager wants. So let's just say, if I'm the manager and ages Ed Woodward, I'm going to go to him and be like, I want this person in my team. Obviously, his job is to get him because the manager recommended him. And it's all due to the, the manager's recommendation because that's how football works. So obviously, the, the manager knows the best of the whole team. Yeah. And it's all his recommendations, to be honest. I agree like, with you there. I don't know. I, because... With Oli, you just know he he just wants English talent. Like he needs to broaden his horizon. He need he needs to get Portuguese players, Italian, French, different style of football. Bring it in. But I'm gonna wrap it up there. I don't wanna to talk too much about United. Um, moving on, on to the moving on to Arsenal the last West game of Saturday. Yeah, the last game of Saturday. Saturday at Arsenal, Arsenal West Ham. I don't know about that game. Yeah. West Ham played better than the previous game because. Look at the scoreline, it weren't huge. And West Ham did bring it in the first half. It was a last minute goal to win it, 85th minute yeah. to win it for Arsenal. So West Ham did, go, did do better than last uh, last week. Yeah. So there were improvements, but I think the whole place has to go to... No, yeah, the place has to go to Arteta. Because last last season, under Emery, West Ham would have battered Arsenal. That Arsenal, West Ham would have battered uh, Yeah. But now yeah. Arteta's came in. New style of play, new new manager bounce, Bamiang signed the contract. That's what made Arsenal win today, I think. The certainty. Well, I'm sad, you know what I mean? I'm completely livid. Livid? Yep. Why are you livid for? That game, right? I had it at 1-1. It was a so I had it 1-1 for Arsenal-West Ham, right? Oh, did and you? I said it last week and I said... West Ham are going to do a number on Arsenal. Mm. West Ham are shit. They're the crappiest team whoa, in the league. Whoa, and they're, the bottom. they're getting relegated. It's just the way it is, Hamza. They're getting relegated, right? They yeah. ain't doing nothing. But I sat here last week and said to you, West Ham will do a job on Arsenal. The reason being is that West Ham or a team against the big six will sit deep and hit on the counter always. Mm. And they always find success with it. They did that in this game. 
and they did well to bring it to 1-1. And all the way up until the 85th minute, they were perfect in terms of sealing the result. The reason I'm livid is two things. One, I'm livid at Ryan Fredericks. Because when that ball was played into, I think, Ceballos, it was yeah. a quick one-two around Fredericks. And as soon as Ceballos passed that ball, and then I think it was a Bamiang who ran across the box, taking it around the edge, I'm screaming at the TV, Ryan, track the runner, track the runner. It's the first day. It's fundamentals of football. With a one-two, you track the runner. He let him go into open space. Aubameyang plays the ball in, and it's a simple square ball to Enketia. If Fredericks tracks the runner there, I'm sitting here with two points for our league. I know. My prediction is down. It was Sabayos who passed it to Enketia, Richard. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about the pass that Sabayos played to Aubameyang for the one-two. Okay. He played a one-two on the edge of the box for Aubameyang, and Ryan Fredericks did not track the runner. He was static. He was ball-watching. I wonder if If you... Sorry? I wonder you put 2-1 also and Lacazette to go first. All right, yeah, that? we'll talk about that later, man. Stop guessing. Who said that, man? That guy was really genius. Yeah, you said it. Well done. Hey. But if he tracks the runner there, we're sitting here saying Arsenal 1-1. Now, the second reason I'm livid is because of the media. Now, Arsenal narrowly escaped a 1-1 draw with West Ham, despite having all these star-studded players and the praise that's been leaked on Mikel Arteta. Now, Arteta could do something. And I said before, I'm slowly buying into him. But at the same time, you can't give the man the world. Yeah. When Arte- when the game finished and I was watching the post-match, the commentary, the analysis by the pundits, everything, they were praising Arteta for what a really good result it was. He got a 2-1 victory against a lackluster West Ham and everybody is praising him. For what reason, I do not know. But if Lampard was to do that, like he did against Brighton, he had a lackluster performance, but won 3-1. He was getting absolutely destroyed for the transfers that he's bought. I don't like the double standards. If you're going to slew Lampard for beating Brighton 3-1 while not playing well, you've got to go in doubly hard on Arteta for beating West Ham 2-1 with an even worse performance. West Ham should have won that game, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, the English They played the better team. team. I mean, they played the better football yeah, I completely agree. And that's why I'm angry, because we're seeing it with United with Solskjaer. Nobody is slating Solskjaer. They're all going for the Glazers. What people need to realise, he's got the most of the squad, but he's not managing right. Arteta yeah. narrowly beat West Ham. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. To be champions, you need to grind results like that. But to then go slate Lampard for the exact same thing, it shows there's an agenda building, and that's why I'm livid. Yeah. To be honest, I was going to give my opinion, but... Go for it. No, there's no point because everything I was thinking, <laughs> you've said it. Go on, like... I want to hear it one more time. Go on. Confirmation no. bias. Right, just move on to the next game. Yeah, just move on to the next game because I, I, honestly, I'm speechless because he literally said everything I wanted to say. Great minds think alike, Ishi. Yes, great minds think alike. Okay, one cup from one cup from one to the other. Uh, Tottenham Southampton. Oh, Spurs, oh my god. Four goals from Son, four assists by Harry Kane, and a goal. Honestly, it's just wonderful football. And, and this is before Reguilon and Bell come in. Imagine them two come in. Son, honestly, beautiful. I'm telling you, like, I've always loved Son as a player, his mentality. The way he plays is beautiful. He's he got slated last season, but I don't get why. Guy's a quality yeah. player. Improving he's one of the best forwards in the world. 
one of the best for one of the best forwards in the world, son. I can't say he isn't. I'll do one better. I'll say he's top five left wingers in the world. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he plays like forward. No, no, because he can play left wing, he can play right wing, strike. He he doesn't just play left wing. Yeah, but he's better suited left wing though. Yeah, but he's so yeah right wing. Top five left wingers in the world is and then Gareth Bale. Mine is more. He. No, yeah, when Bale a... comes in, he's gonna come back down to number two. If you yeah. had a choice to choose Bale as your right wing or Mora, goodbye, Mora. Could I just get in there real quick? I yeah. saw a stat before of Tottenham's front three last season. Mm. Uh, Harry Kane got eighteen goals, two assists. Son got fourteen goals, ten assists, something like that. And then Lucas Mora had four goals, four assists. Yeah, and last season, Harry Kane got injured in January, and Son got injured by I think it was an elbow or something. Yeah. yeah. But both of them players got injured and they're still out, not outclassed, but outranked Lucas Mora. Mm-hmm. And today was, why well, not today? The Sunday was a game that Mora should have, you know, announced himself saying, Yo, Bale, Yo, Bale, you got a competition. You've got a competition when you're not going to go straight. You're not going to go straight into starting 11. I'm here first. But he didn't. Yeah. He didn't do anything to affect the game. Like, I looked at the ratings. Um, Son got a 10. Oh yeah, I saw this. Harry yeah. Kane got a ten. Lucas Moore got a six point four or five point four. I think it was six point four. Yeah, he got six point four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As an attacker, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talk about stats issue. You want to know a good start? Go on. Go on. Yeah, I mean the stats here. Listen, Harry Kane got yeah. more assists than Kai Havertz had more successful passes in the Liverpool game. What are you guessing for? Because Kai Havertz is crap. We'll talk about the Liverpool game later. I don't know how to do it. If you want to trigger me right now by saying that, tell me. Or if you're being serious, tell me. Hamza, Hamza, if I if I were you, I just shut up. Just don't trigger me. Just trigger me, just funny stuff. Okay, moving on. Newcastle, Brighton. We're not going to sum up. Newcastle, fantastic first game. Yeah. Obviously, Wilson debut, scored a goal. But. Got to be up right in three now. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. Now this red card. I thought was Newcastle mad. was going to have it in the bag. Yeah. Now it, this red card was mad. Like, it was like a Muay Thai Jiu Jitsu yeah. flipping Habib Nurmagomedov. Well, Chimaev. Chimaev. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Like Chimaev is a hype man. I think he's hype. No, he's not. He's okay. good. He's not hype. He's man, good. Actually. He's not. Yeah, but think about it. He's only had three professional fights. Yeah, I wrestled two of them. Against what? people not even in the top 10. Come on, Hamza. When if he, he wants to prove something, he needs to Meyer. fight a bigger star. When he finds Damian Meyer, fight Owen and destroys him. Why don't you fight him? Why don't you fight him, Hamza? Uh, you won't sign the contract, do it? Hamza, First stand back, I'll do it. The guy's, no, 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 no. AJ, the guy's not AJ, signing AJ. his contract. Hamza's still trying to fight his belly before he fights <laughs> <laughs> He's still trying to fight diabetes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> right, going back to footy, yeah. Oh, back to footy. Go on. Did you see this penalty? Uh, PS viewers, if you don't know how to spot. I'm not Do you see this penalty? Okay, he's overweight. Do <laughs> okay, good chances on for the next game. Forget Brighton, Newcastle weekends. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, um, before we move on, let's just quickly no. give him the credit deserved. It was Brighton brilliance. Let's be honest. It was. He just, he just doesn't want to talk about Chelsea. That's why he wants to talk about him. <laughs> no, he can talk about it. He's about to get destroyed. Who, me? Yeah, go on. Okay. Let's move on. Come on, let's move on. Let me, since one's a Liverpool fan, one's a Chelsea fan, let's get a third party. 
Well, well, like, before you say anything, how about you hear both our sides and then you become the independent adjudicator? All right, exactly. Go on. <laughs> right, so go on, think... I'll just go on. No, you're right. You go first. Chelsea. Hey. No, whoever loses to... has to talk. Go on, Chelsea. Go on, Chelsea. No, I would like Hamza to go oh first, please. God. All right, okay, I'll go first. Your defence is crap. That's it. Your turn. Is that literally it? Your defence is shocking. Your attack is decent. Your attack is decent. Midfield is shocking. Defence is shocking. Can I just Kepa's worst in the league? Can I just come in here? Can I just come in here? Hamza, you're saying the team played terrible. What you don't realise... No, listen. What you don't realise is Pulisic and Ziyech haven't still recovered yet. Once they recover, then... That's yeah, when Chelsea Ch- will be back on full form. Then Chelsea, Chelsea will become scary. But I want I want to know his game thoughts on the game though. So come right, on, so what do you think? He not watch the game. He just watched the match of the day highlights and just yeah, so get, so because I tried to go home and some guy didn't let me go home to watch the Check. game. Uh, Actually, I gave you my phone. You could have watched it. Yeah, yeah I didn't watch it. I'm not recording it. someone. Watch the first getting, half an hour. Getting free throws. Alright, so yeah, the game. Chris, so let's talk about the first half, AJ. Liverpool, we just we dominated the first half in possession, but we didn't do much with it. You guys had a solid, bank, you had a solid bank of seven in the box, defended everything. You did well for the first half, but then when when Mark Alonso missed missed the head, header, we were straight on you on that counter attack. Allison straight into Hendo. Hendo played a beautiful ball straight through the middle. Don't know what your defenders doing so far apart. Was it Christian and Zuma? Yeah. Don't know why they're doing so far apart. Marnie cut through him, and that was definitely a red card. I don't know why the ref was giving the yellow first, but happy You don't think it was a red? I'll get onto it. Yeah, uh, but carry on. Now nah, Kepa's not getting to that. Marnie's getting to that ball. Hit it past Kepa, and he's on goals. Goals for denied a goal scoring opportunity. It's a definite red. Will be right, tackled and everything. Uh, second half, Sadio Mane's first goal. That was a beautiful play. But yeah. a beautiful play for Liverpool. Then one two from Salah Firmino. Firmino clips it to the box. Marnie with a brilliant header behind him as well. But I don't understand how there was four people four people in the box, local players, four people. There was Salah, Firmino on the edge. Uh, there was Genie and Sadio in the box. Genie's on the edge uh, where the D is, and Marnie's penalty spot. Around there, there were seven Chelsea players. No one marking the Sadio at all. All just standing there looking at the ball, ball watching. I don't understand how you let that happen. Seven people. In the box, I know one of them is marking Sadio. If you were saying before, before you're a defender, when a cross is coming in, get mark your man, get tied to the man. I don't understand what was going there. And then Sadio's second goal, that was just brilliant by Sadio Mane. The pressure and Kepa being Kepa messing up. And then we just, this what I liked about Liverpool. A couple of seasons ago, we would have, you know, attack, 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 attack. Even though we were 2 0 up, you would have hit us on counter finally. But you see the evolution from last year to this year. We're able to, like, you know, calm things down, play walking football, you know, just walk around, pass the ball around you, keep it at 2 0. And the penalty, it was a pen. Thiago did clip him, you know, not the best debut for the penalty. He did clip him. And then, what did you think of Thiago's debut? Thiago debut? Yeah. It was, it was okay. He, he, he showed what he can do. But, yeah, it wasn't. He should not start that game. The club did decent. The club um, did well with Thiago, beginning on that time. He did decent. Fabinho in the centre-back position played brilliantly. And 
I see where a club put Thiago in kind of. If Fabinho is going to play centre back, I don't think he will, but if he's going to, Thiago is a perfect replacement for Fabinho in that middle. Do you think so, Edge? Yeah, yeah. I'll get to speak in a minute. Because uh, he he plays some sick passes. Like, if you if he splits the centre back here, and he's in the middle, he has the ball. Normally, you just pass to the centre back or look for an opening. He's not that type of man. He'll grab the he'll take the ball, dribble, and just phase it into the midfield. That's what he's the best at. That's what he did at Bayern in the Champions League, and that's what he's doing for us. So I'm gassed. Mm-hmm. And then Jorginho got take penalties, so I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Now Jorginho can take penalties, but Anderson. Read him, read him like a book. Oh, brilliant. Oh, brilliant performance for Liverpool. You could see Chelsea. Right, can you wrap Werner up? Was, Werner you, was you good. You've seen the same stuff. Yeah, Havertz was a bot. Eddie Gilson. Is that all you got to say? Yeah, Havertz is yeah. a bot. Right, it's time to cut you down to size. Oh, no, no, no. This game pissed me off because for that first half, Every Liverpool fan under the sun has said they dominated Chelsea. We didn't. No, no, no. Let, let me give you an education in football, right? You did not dominate Chelsea. You did not have one big chance on goal. Liverpool FC, the best front three in the world, did not have one big chance against little old Chelsea. The same back four that we had last season, you did not have a chance on goal. Not even one. You call that domination. If you look at the past three games Chelsea played against Liverpool, we've had more possession in all three games. We let you have that ball. Don't forget it. So that's gone. That was Lampard's tactical brilliance. And for that first half, up until the 44th minute, 59th second, Chelsea were in control of that half. We let you have the ball and we restricted you. You didn't restrict us. We wanted to do that. The 45th minute comes and Christensen turned into a rugby player. Yeah? Lockton Park would be proud of the little snake. <laughs> that's that's I'll punch his lights off. Oh my God. The 45th minute came. <laughs> I can Lockham understand Park. why Chris... <laughs> <laughs> well, that oh skinny twig. More uh, like Lockham gets sparked. Yeah, uh, uh, no. <laughs> we'll catch it against <laughs> our friend Jack Hughes. <laughs> oh, not, 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 yeah, not on here. No, well, but 45th minute. Big up our Cardiff boy. P.S. Well done. Big up our Cardiff boy. Yeah. You got a little shout yeah. out. Jack Hug. Big Jack up. Hughes. But... 45th minute comes and Christensen close lines Marnie. That part of it, if Kepa's not there, that's a red card. Now, the reason I disagree that it's not a red card is because you can't sit there and tell me that Marnie is getting to that ball more than I can tell you that Kepa's getting to that ball. We just don't know. And because we don't know, you can't give a red card. Marnie didn't touch that ball. He did not touch it. So it's still a free ball. Of course he didn't to touch it. Marnie... He got rugby tackled. I, I think I think it's a red card because uh, what a red card is if you're going for the ball and someone blatantly takes that if it's unintentional then fair enough but he blatantly took him out he knew what he was doing and if he was by the foot yellow card but he had both arms around the player and dragged him down that's a red Do card offense AJ with that part I agree even if he doesn't listen even if he doesn't get the ball but because he blatantly took him down and he knew what he was doing and he used both of his arms, that's a red card yeah. offence. And with that, I agree. But the reason why I still don't agree it's a red card is because of the reasoning the referees gave after the game. And the reasoning was is because they thought Mane was denied a clear goal-scoring opportunity because they believed he would have won the ball. Under what circumstances, they have the mathematical nouns to understand and interpret that Mane would get that ball before Kepa, I'll never know. 
It was a 50-50 ball between Mane and Kepa, and that in isolation does not constitute a red card for Christensen. Where it does constitute a red card is when Christensen tries to body check Mane. Why he does that, I don't know. I'd rather Mane or Kepa get the ball, and in the instant Mane does get the ball and scores, I'd rather he scores and we have 11 men. He shouldn't have taken him out. And for that, it's his fault. His positioning for the goal as well was his fault. Why he's that wide, I'll never know. He should have been more narrow, so the ball would have been taken outside, not inside. That's Christensen's fault. I never want to see him play for Chelsea again. Overrated. Second half comes, and we just had to sit deep. There was nothing we could do. And for anybody criticising Chelsea now, I don't want to hear it. You're brain dead. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You can't sit there and blame Chelsea or Lampard for losing 2-0 against the reigning champions of the Premier League, previous Champions League winners and previous Champions League finalists. In another day, Chelsea win that game with 11 men because we controlled the whole game. But in this instance, we had a red card and we had only Timo Werner up front. Thiago's debut, he's not all that, let's be honest. He had the freedom of the park, he was unchallenged. You can't say anything about his debut. Yes, he can pass the ball. Guess who else can pass the ball? Jorginho. Kai Havertz can't. Yeah, Kai Havertz can't, but Kai Havertz costs 17 million, and once he gets in number 10, he's going to rip the league apart. And I want to get on to Kai Havertz because the respect, the disrespect on Kai Havertz is <laughs> mad. Honestly, how people can interpret a guy from the Bundesliga coming into the Premier League after two days training, being thrown into the Premier League against Brighton, being played on the right wing despite being a number 10, and not having much fitness and his first two games, people are casting judgment. It just shows how casual they are and how little they know about football. When this man gets full match fitness and he plays in a number 10, you'll see a different player. But until then, don't don't pass judgment on him. And if you do, then send for me and I'll send back. Because you don't know nothing about football. Timo Werner, him getting pocketed by, by Fabinho, brain dead fucks. Werner was on the left, the right, the middle. Fabinho got spun by Werner. Everything else, he did well. He did sick at centre-back. But pocket in Werner, I'll never believe. Werner was a threat when we had 11 men. And even when we had 10 men. When we had 10 men, he looked even better. How you can say our biggest threat was pocketed, I'll never know. He was the most dangerous player. If we had 11 men, he's scoring. So I don't want to hear nothing about that. What I do want to touch on, though, is the hate for Lampard. Last season... We had the defence. This game that we had last season. This team last season would have shipped more goals. We've tightened up so much defensively and it's the same defence. Imagine when Thiago Silva, Ben Chilwell, Zuma and Rhys James all play together. Imagine when Ziek, Pulisic, Werner, Havertz all play together. Then try send for us. Then I'll listen to what you've got to say. But until then, keep your powder dry and keep your lips shut. Um, okay, after that, Dan, <laughs> let me just say something. Attack, I don't think anything. I'm not going to say anything. Attack, midfield, I'm not going to say anything. Super Frankie, I'm not going to say anything. Defence and the keeper, I will talk about. The first goal that went in, that header, Reece James should have been marking him. Left him wide open, clear for the header. I, I'm going to keep this short and simple. Not, uh-huh. I, I'm not going to babble on because you two have. Uh, Reece James should have marked him. You can respond after. Um, that through that ball that came in, that Christensen got a red card, that should have been stopped, intercepted, and that should not even been there. Because it was, how was it that simple 
to have that ball in. You know what I mean? Like something went wrong for that player to cross that ball in. Straight through the middle, went on top of everyone. Someone should have closed him down. Someone should have intercepted him properly. Someone should have been in front of Marnie instead of behind him. And remember last uh, episode when you were when you were saying, "Oh, Kepa's a, a good keeper. Give him time. Give him time." What was he doing? That mistake. Mm-hmm. You get the ball out. First of all, I don't think the ball should have been passed back to the keeper. But let's not forget, it was. You don't play it simple to a person right in front of you. If someone's closing you down and you're a keeper, kiss, kick out, kick it out. If in doubt, get it the fuck out. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. No one should be blaming Frankie. No one should be play, blaming the attackers and midfielders. It's just the defenders and the goalkeeper. I don't know what's going on. It just needs to change. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, just quickly in response before we move on. Yeah. I disagree about Kepper, but the mistake is a mistake, and I agree with that. With Kepper, he had an exceptional game until he passed the ball to Mane. That part I agree with. But in that game today, last week I told you, I think he's a good goalkeeper. His no, confidence is saying, just shot. I'm not saying get him out. I'm just saying, is this the fall of Kepper? Will this be a downhill? I'm not saying it's yeah. starting. I mean, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it's the start of a down. It could be. I could be wrong. He could prove me right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he could prove me wrong and be amazing next few games. But it's, everything's the start of something. Yeah. So in my opinion, well, I think the pressure's got into him. Chelsea's signing that keeper. And I think he's thinking, oh, I'm under pressure. I'm going to get replaced. And it's totally it's, it's, it's totally a human of him because if, if your job's in threat, you're going to have so much pressure under. And I think the pressure's just, just gotten to him and, and he's trying to prove himself. And then I think um, also, I think it was Manny who, who, was, who had the ball and Kepa came running out like a madman. <laughs> he came sprinting out trying to get that ball. But I think Manny crossed it in and Firmino, I mean, someone oh, put yeah. that in front of Firmino. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was Salah. Yeah, it was Salah. Yeah, okay, one of them yeah. too. What was the defender doing? Like, you can't allow that person to get through like that because that puts the, the keeper, like, in a wrong position. Because if he yeah. fouled him, penalty. That could have been a foul if he stuck a leg out or if he tried to get the ball, something like that. If Salah got there in time, Obviously, Kepa's just going to go for it because all he had to do was either cross it in, someone could have been free. There's so many possibilities. But Kepa came out like he did, and I don't blame him for that. But what were the defenders doing? The, the defenders mm. should not have allowed him to run through like that. Yeah. That's all I've got to well, say. I'll, I'll just reply real quick, then I'm going to ask Hamza a question, then we'll move on. But with Kepa, what I said last week is I back him for this season because I know there's a good goalkeeper in there. And he deserves that right after having one good season and one bad season. Yeah. And I said that because I saw improvements in him from the Brighton game. Mm, and that's that. carried over to this game because in this game, I saw Kepa making good reflex saves. I saw Kepa coming for crosses and punching a few. He finally caught a cross. Mm-hmm. And, and he's in the podcast. He was having a really good game. And I feel sympathy for him because he was put under pressure by the pass. Sometimes you make a mistake like that. I don't yeah. think the transfer of Mendy's on his head, but that could just derailed be. everything. Could be, could it not could be. Could not be, but 
I just think if he did not make that mistake, we're not having this conversation about him having the fall because he's already had the fall. He's trying to come back up. But I, I'm going back on what I said now. I think his confidence is shot and he needs to he needs to get out. Hamza, you were right when you said he'll cost you points. Yeah, I told you. I think Mendy's got to come in now. I think he'll be that calming presence. Well, and we'll do all right in terms of net. Mendy's but, come in to yeah. start a lineup straight away. Yeah, yeah. Even though yeah. Frank said he'll back Kepa. Even though Frank said we're not signing Habits and we did. No, but he said... It's all PR. No, but he said he'll back Kepa. Like he, yeah, yeah, he said that many what times What he means he'll back Kepa is that let's just say yeah. someone gives him a stick. Obviously, he's going to yeah. back him. It, it's not like he's going to leave him in the dust. Back him could mean so many different things. Yeah. Like, yeah, he actually means he's he's still gonna support him even if even if he gets replaced, he still supports yeah. Kepper because he knows what he's made of. Do you think you'll mm. shift Kepper away and or do you think he'll keep him as a second keeper? Well, the reason got, Lampard would yeah, say on. something like that is because you're not gonna have your first choice goalkeeper and then potentially signing a goalkeeper mm. but ruining the relationship with your first choice even before you have the mm. replacement. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah. So he's doing it as a PR. But we see many times last year where he's backed Kepa publicly and the next game Caballero's starting. That's all I've got to say about that. But I think Kepa will go on loan. We've got we've got him on big money, so we've got to. But just to quickly pick up on the defence, the defence was solid for me. And sometimes in football, with Mane's first goal, you've just got to appreciate good movement and good football. It was really good movement for Mane just to lose Reese James and peel off the back of the centre half. I don't really blame the defence. It was just really good movement. And the first goal was good movement. It's just Christensen's positioning was wrong. But that will be sorted with Thiago Silva coming in. The first goal, I blame Alonso. He didn't track Mane when he was running off behind him. Same with Fredericks and uh, Ceballos. But Chilwell will fix that when he comes in because he has more pace. Yeah. But before we move on, I just want to ask Hamza real quick if you have any rebuttals to what I uh, said in that big speech. Well, I think it was definitely a red card. I I totally disagree. It's definitely a red card for me. Man is getting okay. to that ball. Yeah, okay. It's it's a fifty-fifty. That's fifty-fifty, isn't it? That's your opinion, Hamza. You have your say, AJ. You've had your say. Everyone's got different things. What we Where is she? Who do you think won? Hmm? Me or Hamza? Oh, sure, man. Let's do better. In the argument just then, who did whose argument did you like better? She just wants to get a W from. Oh, he just he desperately wants a W. <laughs> AJ, you for now. Well, we're going to sum up the next two games very lightly before we move on to the City game. Leicester Burnley, Leicester 1 4 2. Outclassed them, can't say much about good that. Comeback. Yeah, good comeback. 1 0 down 1 4 2. Good short yeah. heart. But Billy gave him, gave him no resistance. Easy for him. And what? Mm. Did you see Dennis Pratt's goal? Yeah. Oh, okay. good, that was a good goal. And then do right back, uh, Castagna. He he's been decent so far. He's coming. He's got a goal and assist in two games, and he's a right back, so that's not bad. So he's been doing decent. Yeah, moving on. Villa Sheffield yeah. can't say much about that. I predicted a one nil win. Mm. Did say it. We'll get do you think this one was a red card? I didn't see the red card actually. It was. A, um, it was a second. Was it a second booking? I think it was a second booking. Straight red. Was it already booked? It was the same as the Kepper and uh, uh, Mane situation. Oh, well, if that was the same situation, it must be a red. It was moving a red, on, yeah. moving on. Wolves and City, City one three one. Just a Wolves. No, it's not that. I was watching the game, 
Wolves were very slow on the attack. The first half, they did not bring it. It was all City the first half. Second half, Wolves brung it like it was everything. They had five clear-cut chances they should have scored. It was two. It was it was two nil. They brought back one. They had three chances before that first goal. They should have finished them. There was um there was that chip which he should have pocketed pocketed in bottom corner. There was Jimenez. I think it was a cross. He sidestepped it past the post. It should have went in. You're a professional footballer. It's been done so many times, and there's been so many. And, and there was a header, and there was two more chances after. Wu should have won that match. When the amount yeah. of chances they had, they had so many more. In the second half, City were good. Like City scored that third goal, which was very lucky. It was deflected by the player because they keep Rui Patricio was going the other way and it deflected, unfortunately. But Wolves should have won that match, honestly. The way they played in the second half, they brought it the like. Because the first half, attacking they were poor. They just about didn't let in more goals. And they let in two, which is bad enough. But they just about scraped it. But the second half they played amazing, but they need to finish their chances. The amount of chances they've had against a team like City, you need to finish them because this is what'll happen. They'll finish yeah. the game off like it's nothing. And that that's what they did. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, in the first half, I'll just say Rui Patricio kept them in the game. Yeah. They could have been kept them three the four up in the first half. He made some world class saves from De Bruyne. And the attack like it's like the attack weren't there. You know what I mean? The first they were half. still asleep. They were sleeping. I, I don't understand what was going on. But the second half, Nuno did some got them inspired. The yeah. Traore yeah. played amazing. The way he was running he down was that wing, dis- he was getting yeah, he, through, he was getting the passes in. It was wonderful. He was disciplined. He stayed at the position for the team. He and, wasn't by himself. I need to and that, num- now. and that number 10 for Wolves, he's quite good. Very good player. I, I think he's new, but I don't uh, know. He's very good. Yeah, very little mega, no, little mega De Bruyne mm-hmm. and the question yeah. is, yeah, oh, even before the way his passes, his through balls, yeah, he was just amazing. But finishing the chances, let it down. Honestly, they could have won the game. They just I, didn't I mean, finish the dinner. That. Yeah, did finish the dinner. We know you did finish your dinner. Yeah, I was with that. Yeah, Andrew, you got anything? First, City was scintillating in the first half. Mm. But that's where it ends. I think if Wolves take their chances, City lose that game. And any fan thinking that was a good performance from City is papering over the cracks. What that performance reminded me of was year one, year two Liverpool. Scoring the goals at the beginning, but then having a lot of pressure in the end. And sooner or later, they'll get found out. So, a lot to work on. But that's for the majority of the top six. Just a quick question. Just a quick one. What do you think of Ake's debut? Shambles. Shambles. I don't yeah. think he had the best game as well. I don't think he's the right man, but yeah, that's another day. I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait. Give him time, see what he does. Yeah. But I still think Moving he's the right city. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that next game. Should Moving on. That's our prediction. Game week two predictions. So we'll say each game, we'll say what we predicted, and then we'll say if we got a point or two points or three points. First game, Everton West Brom. I predicted Everton win 2 0 with Charleston for a goal. It wasn't 2 1, I mean 2 0, but Everton did win, so I got a point. Hamza? Yeah, I got one point as well. I predicted 3 1 win. It was a 3 1, but Everton got the, got the win. Yeah. AJ? AJ? Yeah, I predicted Everton 3 0. Calvert Lewin first goal scorer. One point. 
Okay. Next game, Leeds versus Fulham. Obviously, I got a point out of that. Leeds won. But I said 2 on Bamford. But it wasn't. It was 4 3. Go on. Same. I got the, I got the point for the W. Two, it was, I predicted 2 0, but it was 4 3. Got one point for the win. AJ? Yeah, I predicted 3 1. Got a point for the W. I was going to put Helder Costa, but I put Jack Harrison. Oh, I'll show you. Mm, okay. I actually were. Sure, sure, sure. Uni- okay, United Palace, obviously, I didn't get zero points. But I put 3 1. Only if I put 3 1 the other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got zero points. Same. Got zero points. I yes. put 3 0 to United. Mm, AJ? 2 1 United. Bruno penalty. Mm, I put Bruno as well. <laughs> Moving on. Arsenal versus West Ham. I put Arsenal, well, I only got one point off the win. I put Arsenal win 4 0. Didn't happen. It was 2 1. Elmza? Yeah, I got all three points here. I got the score at 2 1. Arsenal won, so I got a point for that. And I also said Lacazette will score first, so I got a point for that. Okay. Did you? Uh, yeah, I got it right for 85 minutes. I put it 1 1 Arsenal and West Ham. But uh, Ryan Fredericks, you do that again, I'll send to you. <laughs> <laughs> so we got right zero in. points. Yeah. For me, Southampton Spurs. I put Spurs win two 0 Son. Only got one point for the W. Hamza. Yeah, I got zero points here. I thought it would be a draw, one one. And I said Son, mm. Son first goal scorer, but ain't score first. AJ? Yeah, I put Southampton two one, but no points for that. But I got a point for first goal scorer being Danny Ings. Mm. Newcastle versus Brighton. I got zero. I thought Newcastle won win that three one, but they didn't. Yeah, same amount as zero. I thought Newcastle would win, but no, shocking. AJ? I put two two, no points. Chelsea versus Liverpool. I got zero points. I put Chelsea win two one and Werner's first goal, which didn't happen. Yeah, I backed the boys. I thought Liverpool would win and they were did, so I got one play for that. No goal scorer, I said Salah, but it was my Mm-hmm. I did the same as Ishii, but I got the W because I beat Hamza. No, no point. No idea. Oh. Uh, stop, stop Leicester versus Burnley. I, put, I only got one point for the W, but 3 0 Vardy. Didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I put 1 0, so I just got one point there. I, I put 3 0, same as Ishii, I got a point. Yeah. Villa versus Sheffield. I put Villa 1 1 0. So I get two points for the scoreline and the win, but I put Grealish. So I'll get a point from the goal scorer. Okay. Yeah, shock, shocking result. I thought Sheffield United had it in the bag. I put three ones to Sheffield United. Did happen. Zero points. Uh, I put one one. Grealish, no points there. Wolves versus City. I put a two two draw. Jimenez, zero points altogether. Yeah, I backed Wolves as well, but never mind. I said two one Wolves. Yeah, I backed Wolves. Backed Jimenez. Got no points. Yeah. So yeah. total, if I'm correct. I've got seven. Hamza's got seven. AJ's got a miserable five. He's got four, actually, is he? I got four. Four? Mm. He got four. Yeah. My bad. Hey, yeah, should we go to next week's predictions? Yes, please. That's not it, so, so, first game of uh, Saturday is Brighton versus Manchester United. It's a sticky one. I've changed it a couple of times, but I'm going to stick with this one. 2-1 to United, but I think Brighton will score first and it'll be Connolly. Aaron Connolly will score first. Well, I've put the same scoreline. United win 2-1, but I've got Bruno. Greenwood. Bruno. 
Oh, Bruno. Oh, okay, Bruno. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah, I've got it 2-1 United. Bruno, first goal scorer. Have you actually? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Second game, Palace, Everton. I put 3-0 Everton, Richarlison. I think Everton will carry on. Mm. I put Everton win 3-1, Calvin Lewin, first four. Oh, 3-1. Oh, I beg me and Nishi on coffee each other, but I put 3-1 Everton, Calvin Lewin. Great minds think alike. See what I mean? Isn't it? Uh, it's just indie. Yo, Ishi, let me borrow your scores, isn't it? Okay. Like, let me say it before Ishi next. Okay, uh, next game. West Brom, Chelsea. I got it 3-1 Chelsea, and I think Werner will score first. 3 0 Chelsea, oh. Werner will score first. Ooh. Oh, you did. I put 3 0 Chelsea, Werner will score. I'm bitch. <laughs> this guy, man. Burnley, Southampton. Uh, first. Burnley 2, Southampton 1. Chris Is Wood, it? first goal scorer. Alright, it's a bit different. I put Southampton win 2 0 in their fourth scorer. Uh, different here as well. I put Burnley, Southampton 1 1. Wood score first. Okay. Alright, he's dead. Maybe yeah. dead. That ain't happening. All right. Next game, Sheffield leads. Hamza? I put Sheffield win 3 2. And Lundstrom will score first. Sheffield win. Okay. But it's a close game, but I think Sheffield got it. Okay, that's a stupid one. Go on. No. AJ? I put Leeds 3 1. Held Acosta to score first. Ooh, I put Leeds win 3 1, but Bamford. Ooh, that's a show. Yeah. Uh, Spurs Newcastle. I put three one Spurs. Kane to score first. I put Spurs four one. Kane to score first. Oh, you oh. Did. <laughs> I put Spurs four one. Kane to score. <laughs> 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 We're gonna get the same points. We're all gonna have to do the chilling. You can have ours. Nah, nah, Ivan. You can have mine. Hey, the agent says they have mine. Oh, thanks, agent, bro. City. Yeah, I got it 4 0 CT. Jesus should score first. What the hell? 4 0. I think he's a Alright, let me say, man. I've got a 2 2 draw. De Bruyne score first. Oh, Ben Jord. What? Go on. 4 1. Uh, De Bruyne score first to City. Ooh. I'm the only draw on that one. Alright, next match. Uh, West Ham. West Ham. West Ham. Wolves. Have I missed the match? I think I've missed the match. It is West Ham Wolves, is she? Oh, is it West Ham? Oh, yeah. my bad. Uh, I got it 2 0 uh, to Jimenez. 2 0 to Wolves, Jimenez will score first. <laughs> I, I've got the same as well. Wolves win 2 0 Jimenez. Oh, Edwin? Oh, no way. I've got 3 1 Wolves, Jimenez first. Oh, okay, okay. I, this was a hard game to score. Fulham, Aston Villa. I put 1 0 Aston Villa, McGinn to score first. I've put Fulham win 2-1 Mitrovic to score. Is she, man? I put Fulham 2-1 Mitrovic to score. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. The the big game of the week. The big game of the week. Liverpool at Arsenal. I put 3-1 to Liverpool. But Aubameyang needs to score first. All right, nobody cares. I put (laughs) Liverpool win 3-2 Manny to score first. Oh. oh, thank God. I put Liverpool 3 1 Salah to score first. Similar, similar. Penalty. What, what? Penalty. Uh, we're not doing penalty. Can I get extra points? No, 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 no extra points. No extra points. No. You can only do for the Bruno one. All right? I'll do Bruno. I put Bruno. So, 
if Bruno scores a normal goal, it's just a normal point. But if he scores a pen, it's an extra point. All right, because I put Bruno, I get it. Hamza, you don't. You put some. Uh, I thought Bruno also, so if I get it. No, you no, didn't. No, no, you didn't. There's a drunk and what color? Where's Carl? Yeah, exactly. Calm down, calm down. Alright, so True. we'll be back next week when I get other points. Hamza's not food. What? It's not food, <laughs> It is, I'm going to get other points, man. I'm well, okay, let's wrap it up. Thank you, lads, for coming on. Um, game week three will be a madness. Liverpool versus Arsenal, Chelsea versus West Ham, United versus Brighton. We don't need to talk about West Ham. Do that shit. Let's get relegated. All the West Ham fans out there. I hate you. Spence FC. Go suck yourself. No, no I'm joking. <laughs> I like Spence FC. My bad, mate. My bad. Hey, hey, hey. 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 And I'll see you lot next week. Thank you. Yeah, and follow also, the Instagram Bro Podcast. Follow page. the Insta Bro Podcast. The Bro Podcast on Instagram. Also, I just want to say a little something. There might be some merch coming out soon. Ooh, 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 ooh. What is there? Yes. Okay, yeah, there is. Yeah, ooh. Well, there is for me and Adia. Hamza doesn't fit in the merch, so we're going to need to go to China and get, you know, the big chubby ones. Not right now. Let's not go right now, please. Okay, not right now. <laughs> Let's not go right now. We're told, well, Hamza lives in Rubberton. If you're in a hit up Rubberton. wrong with Rubberton, fam. What's wrong with that? Near Shortcut Barbers. Turn around. It's a right by Shortcut Barbers. Please turn around. Amazing skin fades, by the way. Yes. <laughs> and also, bold. leave your car there because it won't get robbed. It definitely will get smashed. Well, I was going to say thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.